Let's grab Levi Kavanagh, get an update on First Immortal, of course, wondering what he's going to do. Is he going to run in the Lexus and then hopefully get his way into the Melbourne Cup? The sire of First Immortal, Churchill, produced a Group 1 winner last weekend, of course, for Mitch Friedman with attrition in a very strong two-rack. Of course, when we think of the, the Kavanaghs in the Caulfield Cup, we think of Maldivian. Uh, and that's when they had the camera on Mark and he was just completely gutted when that horse was scratched. He was a short price favourite. He had been for ages leading into the Caulfield Cup. And Eskimo Queen that day was scratched as well. So first and second favourite came out of the Caulfield Cup in 2007 and Dame, uh, Danny O'Brien ended up quinellaing the race with Master O'Reilly and Giro Valley. Levi Kavanagh, good morning. Good morning. How are you I think I did ask you before, how old were you with Maldivian that year, 2007? Well, I think you did ask me. Um, was I 25? Okay. Where were you that day? Um, I was in England that day, actually. I was just about to come home for the Melbourne Cup the coming couple of weeks because we were going to run in the Caulfield Cup and then into the Melbourne Cup. And, um, uh, yeah, a few, few bad bad luck things happened, I think. In, in hindsight, my... Um, Mum's called up uh, just before that and said, I'm booking your flight home for the Melbourne Cup. And I said, let's just wait and see what happens, transpires over the weekend, you know. Um, but she ended up booking it and then uh, that happened as well. So, you know, looking back, you sort of don't want things um, putting bad luck on it. But uh, anyway, these things happen. And, and look, the horse came through good later on and, um, you know, we, we didn't get to race that day. That was a bad thing. What price was he that day, Maldivian? I don't know the actual price, but I think he was the shortest price favourite in 50 years, I think they tell me. No doubt your dad's told the story plenty of times. What actually happened there with him that day? Did he just get a bit fired up in the gates? Uh, what happened was the horse next to him stirred him up, but um, it was a fault of, I think, now I could be wrong, whether it was Channel 7 was doing the coverage that day, um, and it was the first year they decided to put a microphone in the barriers so they could hear... Um, the jockey's talking beforehand and, and the microphone was supposed to be on the outside of, of the gate and um, the person who put it in put it, put it right on top of the actual first gate. So it was it was a foreign object that was sticking out of the barriers that's not normally there. He was coming off and, a um, Caulfield Stakes victory, wasn't he, leading into it? He was, yeah. He, he was hot favourite and um, as he sort of reared up, just the clip that attached the microphone scratched his neck and it... And, it wasn't a deep cut or anything, but it just scratched where a vein was, and um, the blood, the blood on the TV looked horrible. It looked like he'd, he'd sliced his neck right off, but it just was just the, the cut that happened in the right spot where um, it made it look look terrible, really, on the TV. Um, so you, as you said, you you see pictures of my dad at the time, just devastated, thinking, "Oh no, what's what's happened here." He and about a t 10 million putters as well. Yeah. Yes, and, and me with a about 20 good mates um, having a lock-in at a local pub in England. Stayed up all night because it was about 4.30 in the morning, I think, um, on Saturday morning for us. And, and we'd been up uh, since Friday work drinks, I think, um, waiting up for it. So it was devastation all around the world. Oh, it was. Then he came back and went a Cox Plate. Was that the following year? Yeah, so I was back home by then. I was back working with Dad, and um, we opted to avoid the Caulfield Cup and go towards the Cox Plate. And um, that was um, 
Yeah, that, that was great. Worked out well for us yeah, in the end. He beat Zipping and Samantha Miss there, but just a terrific horse, wasn't he? He won nine from 30 and over two, well, 2.8 million. Imagine now if he was racing in New South Wales. <laughs> That'd be about 10 yeah. million, 20 million. Um, <laughs> Probably right, actually. Yeah, incredible. Maldiva, of course, buys the veal. Did he go through a sale? Levi, do you remember that? Yeah, uh, my, my father bought him for a uh, uh, long-time client and friend um, over in Perth, and we bought him at, I think it was a Sydney sale, for around 200 I think, or one 190 something like that, from memory. I could be wrong. Yeah, and of course, a great era for your dad. Wasn't a couple of seasons with Hooper got you and shocking and so on. Anyway, I'm getting off track. I want to ask you about First Immortal. Did you consider the Caulfield Cup? We did. Um, look, the, we I had him on Sunday getting in with the, the whispers around, but look, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think Gold Trip was going in in my calculations. So um, he, he obviously went in and we were going to be emergency yesterday. So um, a lot of fun and games all week and the jockeys we sort of had arranged um, didn't didn't go forward um, as we weren't sort of locked in. So uh, in the end, look, we, we'd made other plans and we just decided that instead of being emergency in the race um, and hoping for... Well, not that you ever hope, but hoping for a run. But uh, rather, rather that we thought, look, we'll just focus on next week. There's a couple of races that we've got in our mind next week, whether we go to Geelong for the Geelong Cup or whether we head to Mooney Valley for the Mooney Valley Cup. Um, both races are going to be suitable for him. So, uh, look, we, the noms will come out today, and we'll, we'll make a call sort of um, early next week as to where we go. But but they're the two races we're looking at, at this stage. All right, so. What's the story with the Geelong Cup now, with a view to the Melbourne Cup and getting in? It doesn't. It doesn't get you in like it used to. Um, how, however, it's been quite a time-honoured race to get uh, for horses that have come through. There's a good gap in between there and the Cup. Um, he, for him to get in, he he would have to win and and as such um, potentially get either a penalty or a ratings boost um, just to get him up the list. I think we're about 39th in order with the current acceptances that came through this week, the updated third acceptances. So um, at the moment, he's on 50 kilos. If we could get a boost, uh, first first of all, he'd have to win whichever race we went in. One's a group two and one's a group three, um, both worth a lot of money. So they're both good races for a ratings boost or a penalty. Um, so, you know, that that's our, that's our best hope at this stage. And failing that, I guess there's always, as you mentioned earlier, the Lexus on... Um, Saturday, which would gain you into the to the cup, um, albeit with only a three day backup. So um, there's still a couple of opportunities for us to potentially get in. Who were the jockeys you had in mind uh, if you got to run this weekend, and who's likely to ride going forward? Uh, look, we were in talks with a couple of jockeys, and and um, neither of those eventuated for the for the Caulfield Cup. Um, some of the ones that had ridden earlier had had already taken taken positions uh, at this stage. Um, we have Jamie Carr for Geelong Cup, should we go around in that, um, and uh, all potentially the, the Mooney Valley Cup. So we just got to wait and see which race. Um, but, you know, it's good to have a lightweight jockey uh, available to us. Yeah, Jamie's riding uh, Joseph O'Brien's horse, Valiant King, isn't she, on the weekend? Drawing the inside. She has, yeah. She's, she's had that booking for a while. So, um, yeah, she couldn't... She couldn't uh, do anything for us for the Caulfield Cup. Um, but, yeah, she's certainly um, taken the ride on board for next week. Yeah. And first to mortal, I mean, last start beaten, but uh, an excellent performance, wasn't it? No luck at all, really, from the gate. 
Yeah, I think so. I think it's just mainly a barrier issue there. We we got the um, visitors draw and uh, we just missed out on the race. But um, you know, he was gallant in defeat nonetheless, and it's been a good sort of stepping stone for him on the way through. Thanks for coming on. No problems at all. And tell t- tell your dad I'm sorry I had to mention it one more time, Mel Devian. I won't mention it again. <laughs> That's all Thanks, right. Leo. I think it comes up every time. This, this probably time does. Year, probably yeah. does. It's <laughs> one of those memorable right. moments when they list the top five memorable. Me- it's there, isn't it? Thanks. Yeah. For that. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, That's Levi. okay. Thanks. Thanks, Levi Kavanagh, first immortal. Uh, yeah, by Ch- by Churchill, as I said, the same sire as the Group One winner um, of the Turak last weekend in attrition. A horse. I said months ago before the spring, there's a couple of horses I want to follow. One of them was V8, who won first up without me. Um, and the other one was this uh, horse, Attrition. I said he'd win a big one, and I, dis- I was disappointed with him two runs ago, and he comes out and wins. And what made it worse, I was on Antino. So, <laughs> anyway, it's a new week. Um, yeah, but first immortal, 14 starts, seven wins, three seconds. He was absolutely electric, winning two ago at Caulfield, of course, uh, and very, very good, uh, basically exposed. And last start and beat narrowly behind a horse that rolled on speed. Um um, future history there. So, or did he roll on speed, the winner, um, future history? I think he did, didn't he, from memory? Uh, I'm just going to watch it quickly now as I'm talking to you. Yeah, he basically got all the way, didn't he? Um, would he have the race? Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. So basically it was a sort of a – and he was just exposed. He had some cover early and then he was left out on a limb and some. But anyway, his, his performance was outstanding in the Bart Cummings um, from barrier 16 and $3.80 he started there. So – We'll wait and see, but maybe Geelong or Mooney Valley.